Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I got to say I was a little disappointed that this week's Walking Dead ended with Rick and Negan working it all out, becoming friends. I was surprised I know, they went like, that route. You know, they did the up with people thing. I know, and it's very strange. The musical number really was not expected. No, and I, I had no idea that Carol could sing like that. Well, you know, I I had my idea because she's got such a melodic well, that's true. Voice. That's true. But I guess it just, you know, the character itself, I just didn't visualize mm-hmm. that. But it worked. I mean, I, you know. I cried. Well, didn't we all? <laughs> We're not made of stone. <laughs> that's not what happened this week. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone died. And, Lots yeah, of everyone everybody. Died. In fact, um, I don't think the show's coming back. I think they're all dead, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Dustin, you have a little, you have a little tiger. <laughs> Oh, something right here? Yes, right there there on your whole face. (laughs) Uh, Yes. um, I am Tim. And I'm Dustin. And this is Apocalypse Now, and this is the Walking Dead season finale. And we uh, we were just talking about this before we started recording. We have a sponsor this month. Oh, yes. Uh, All of our podcasts have a sponsor. It's a company called... um, Human Charger. You can find it at humancharger.com. And basically, it's a set of earbuds that project light into your cranium. The idea being that studies, some studies have shown that uh, exposing your, your brain to direct light can make you feel better. Um, and they are sponsoring our podcast this month. I have not used the product. I am not going to claim uh, that I have or that I can tell you folks that it works, but... Um, check out the website if you want, and if you do check it out, we would love to hear about whether or not it works for you, because it's cool when a sponsor, you know, people, um... So, yeah, so shine some light in, in your brain. Sure. In your brain <laughs> hole. But if you put, go to... <laughs> put some light in your face. As yeah, opposed to a tiger. Yes. Um, humancharger.com, enter code sci-fi for me at checkout for 20% off. 20% oh, okay. off. So, uh, yeah, by all means, check That's it out, folks, thing. and uh, thank you guys for sponsoring us this, this month. We appreciate it. Anyway, I think I want one for free now. <laughs> I would love twenty uh, percent off at the uh, checkout. All right. Wow, wow. So anyway, um, that uh, wow, this is, was an interesting episode. Yes, it was good. It was very it good. It was very good. Although they did a couple of things uh, that I did not like. You about and, came up off the couch. I yes, <laughs> there, but there were two two points that okay. I. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay. Before we get to that, before we get basic premises as we left off last time. Is it's all building up to war. Yes. And you've got, of course, Negan on this side, and you've got Rick and Hilltop. And, and the kingdom. The kingdom. And those weird junkyard people. And the weird junkyard art installation people. On the other side. but And the premise that everyone is working on is... The Negan doesn't know that this alliance has been created. In fact, Rick almost doesn't even know this alliance has been created. All he really knows is they've got the hilltop on board and the weird junkyard people. He doesn't think the kingdom's on board. Right. And uh, so... As we left we off... Know, la- we yeah. know that. They don't know that. Right. And as we left off last week, Dwight 
had come, excuse me, Dwight had come to Alexandria to basically say, let me help you. Yes. Let me help you do this. And his reaction, the reaction of Rick and everyone else, uh, was kind of like, uh, hmm, exactly why shouldn't we just kill, kill you, you now? In fact, Tara was all like, kill him. Just kill him. And Daryl was 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 Bowie knife centimeters from the eye close to killing him, uh, but decided against it. And it's a... This... You know what? If we had had more scenes like this, where Dwight just said what was going on in his head, mm-hmm. I think we would probably not have that whole period where we were watching the them trying to give Dwight this sympathetic edge that we weren't seeing Mm -hmm. but here he's just matter of fact it's like yes you could kill me and i wouldn't blame you but i was doing this for someone else and she's gone Mm -hmm. and she saved you right to to daryl and daryl's like i still have a tiny piece of humanity left inside poops (laughs) and (laughs) And I haven't had a haircut, and I need... Oh, I've given I've given up. I've given up. All I want, all I want is for someone to walk up to Daryl the way Roseanne walked up to... Uh, what's his name on the show that one time on the Roseanne Bar show and just, like, push all his hair out of his face. Just do it. Just push it all out of his face. Because I just hate it. I just hate it so much. So, but anyway. So the idea is that Dwight will... Will slow them down right. because he, he knows he they're says he knows they're coming, and so basically he's going to, you know, help delay them so that the folks at Alexandria can prepare. Right, and and he, it's just lucky coincidence. Well, okay, so so Jesus goes to Hilltop and mm-hmm. tells them what's going on. So right. that's not a coincidence. It's just a lucky coincidence that that um, that Ezekiel and the kingdom are on their way that particular day to to cement their alliance with Alexandria mm-hmm. against the saviors that they end up there. Right. Um, and there's a nice little bit there, um, because we don't spend a whole lot of time with the folks from the kingdom. Right. But there's a nice little bit where they run into Morgan, and Morgan is, he says that he's stuck, because he's at that point where he doesn't want to have to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. But he's good at killing people. It's right. the same problem Carol has. And oddly enough, he and Carol are kind of in the same space right now mm-hmm. where they are extremely good at the killing. Right. But they are not good at the letting go of how that makes them feel. Which is, I think, one, like 100% understandable. Like, oh, yeah. They have a lot of humanity left in them, and that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, so Ezekiel says, you don't have to be stuck. Right. Come with us and make make a choice and he does so that's great i think i honestly by at the end of this episode i read a lot of stuff online uh this last week about how people were worried about carol losing her the last shreds of her humanity Mm -hmm. and stuff i don't have that fear anymore no after this episode uh the way because i think now she's got um a purpose there's a purpose for her killing or fighting again to survive it's not just to survive it's not just to kill, like, I think she maybe lost her way when she started killing people with the flu. Well, you but... mean way back when, when she really embraced the fact that she had to kill? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I agree. I think that, well, that was an interesting... She found the 
I think she's found the place where you ha where you kill for a reason, but it's a it's the kind of thing where you you make that decision. Mm -hmm. You make that decision in the defense of others, which is what she was right. trying to do with killing the people with the flu. But you do it in a way that doesn't involve unilateral action. Right. You're not making that decision and on again, your own. We should probably not spend too terribly much time on Carol. I just want to just point out that at the end of the episode, uh, Morgan is sitting on the stairs, just kind of in a spoiler dance. alert that Mor Morgan and and Carol survived at the end of the episode. Yeah, Duh. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and and. Carol is coming through. She's like helping with the cleanup and stuff. She comes down and sits down next to him, and he looks at her, and she looks at him, and then they just sit there for a minute together. Well, I think to some degree, Carol sees herself in Morgan right now, and mm -hmm. Morgan has the advantage of having Carol there to reflect him back at him, because neither one of them wants wants to be an mm -hmm. effective murderer. <laughs> and they are. God damn it. So <laughs> they is some effective murderers. Stick to the face. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um So yeah, I think we yeah. should... and, so, and to some degree that's is the primary part of the, the with the exception of what happens later, that's the kingdom out of the yeah, yeah that's their contract. And basically we can do the same thing with Hilltop because Jesus goes and tells Maggie, Hey, it's happened it's probably going down mm -hmm. today and Maggie's like on it. Yeah. And somehow Judith is there, which I understand. Yes. I understand that maybe Jesus like threw her in a gunny sack and Rick said, her. Rick said, "Take my small child out of the war zone, please. Yeah. That would be good." Yeah, uh, it, although we're sitting there going, "Wait a minute, did we miss something? <laughs> Wait, where is did Maggie already have her baby?" And they were like, that? "We both were like, oh." It's and then she like stands up and yeah. says words, and and Edith like shuffles her out of the room very quickly. <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder. If that was like a uh oh, like the baby's talking, the baby stood up and talked. <laughs> like, do we have to? Do we have to cast like another baby? We have to go and find another. Go back to Ginny. Go back to central casting and find us another eighteen month old. This one's broken. <laughs> so, the episode basically has these interspeced shots of Sasha. Tasha's face. Tasha's face. And she's listening to music with earbuds. And it is pretty clear from the first shot. And oddly enough, I thought this was... I don't know if this worked the way they wanted it to. Mm -hmm. But it was such an obvious spoiler right off the bat that she is clearly dying yes. in the first shot we see her. The very first shot The very first shot is her listening to a song and then she pulls the earbuds out and her head kind of rolls over to the side. And she starts... I mean, she's she's sweating and she's gasping and she's dying i mean it's mm. so clear that she's dying and then she's having these flashbacks which i'm curious if they shot those at the beginning of the season or if they actually came back into this later I, i'm, I, sure I'm guessing at the they, beginning of the season they, i'm sure it doesn't matter um because abraham's in them yeah and he's got the mustache and the hair and all those things that you yeah know, so, so they could have but Who knows? it's at first i thought she was kind Life of like a guessing game timothy <laughs> At first, I thought she was kind of like hallucinating him, but these seemed to be actual memories. Yeah, and the memory of the day that they went, Maggie was having some some problems, and so they were going to take her to Hilltop. Right. Um, and then that night, everyone died. So, right. Or so Glenn and Glenn and Abe died that night. So she, Sasha, is trying to talk uh, Abraham out of going. Right. Let's stay behind. We don't have to go. This doesn't always have to be us. And he's like, Yeah, you know what? We got to go. I got to go. Mm -hmm. And finally, you know, it's it's another chance to look at what we didn't actually see a whole lot of their romance 
after a while. I mean, we had the beginnings of it, but then yeah. the actual day-to-day operation of them together as a couple, we didn't right. see much of No, we didn't at all. And so this was kind of nice to have that. But we also get, you know, there's there's a plan that Negan has. He knows he's got to go smack down uh, Rick. Right. Because can't, he can't have this. And, again, the quiet part's here where if the... If you turn this show around, Negan is the reasonable person in his own mind. He is looking right. he is looking at all this and going, Why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Do they not understand what I'm going to do to them? I have <laughs> rules and they're breaking them. I am trying to keep the body count down here. Yeah. And, and he even has a negotiation with Sasha where he's like, I'm gonna kill three people and she's like, No. Nobody has to die. Nobody has to die. And he's like, all right, just for you, we'll do one. And she's like, okay, one person has to die. And that's another one that's like, obviously she means for it to be her. It's a clear telegraph right there. So, I don't know. I mean, I kind of didn't... The other... uh, Never mind. Keep going. So, yeah. So, so (laughs) she and Eugene have a little conversation. He's like, so did you change your mind? And she's like, yes, I changed my mind. Uh-huh. Sure I did. And if she could wink, a giant yeah. wing, she would have. And he's like, well, good, because, you know, everything's going to be fine if you just come over to the dark side. We have cookies and candy and milk. And she says, uh-huh, sure. And then she says, I'm not going to give up on you. I still believe that you can do the right thing. And he says, that's nice. Here, have a Walkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, or a, they, I, was it an iPod or Walkman or whatever it was. It was something. They put her in, because they're putting her in a coffin to ride to... Alexandria that's going to take a couple of hours and Negan looks at her and says you don't actually have to ride in the coffin you know and she's like no no I want to I want to go to sleep oh god it's just so like I know like I feel like they put in specific things for the people like who watch this show and don't get it right like don't understand there were people that were like hey what she mean by that like they put in you know, all these little things, and then, you know, the thing, they they, they finally, like, show her, like, full-on show her taking the pill. It's almost like, remember that remember the old Roadrunner cartoons where mm-hmm. Wiley Cody would hold up the sign, and it would be, mm-hmm. like, a completely obvious statement? Right. And I just want to, kept expecting her, like, to hold up a sign going, meaningful di- line of dialogue. Right, exactly. Meaningful line of dialogue. And I really think, because <laughs> I, th- I think that they could have done without almost all of that. Mm-hmm. And just left it to trusting the audience to get what was happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? Well, I'm not going to quibble. It, especially since I like this episode so much. And I have some other things to actually quibble right, about. Right, there are some quibbles. So, anyway. Um, the And this part, and the Sasha part, was part of the reason that I really liked it. Yeah. I, think I thought it was handled very well. They had, and I will tell you this. Um... Thanks to Facebook, I've been reading some of our old written reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, they handled this so much better than they handled Tyrese's death. Oh, God, yes. With almost, doing almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. Spending a lot of time inside that character's head, you know, uh, having them, you know, have memories or hallucinations or whatever. Because, um, you know, remember he had the hallucinations well, didn't of all the we crazy talk, people. Didn't we talk about it at the time that we thought it was a really interesting idea and it was just such a shame they waited until Tyrese was dying before they gave us that interesting and, idea? Yeah, and that that, I, that they did it kind of 
I thought they did it kind of wrong at that point. I think this time, this time they did it. Mm-hmm. And I remember in reading our review, we were like, why this now? Right, or, yeah. And, you know, so this doing it this way works so much better. And I love the part where um, her and Maggie go to watch the sunrise together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There were just a lot of really good moments during Sasha's dying that I very much enjoyed. Because she does take the pill, and as as they get closer to Alexandria, Rick and company are with the, with the, the junkyard people. And there are some genuine funny bits here, mm-hmm. as the leader of the junkyard people looks at <laughs> he looks at Michonne and goes, "He yours," and she's like, "Uh, we're together, yes." Yeah. And she's like, "After afterwards, I sleep with him. I lay with him. I lay with him." And, and, and the look <laughs> on Rick's like... face—you forget that that Andrew Lincoln actually has done comedy a lot, mm-hmm. and the look on his face is just pure. Huh? Well, and then <laughs> it was and Michonne awesome. just like, "Best luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's get to work here." Yeah. And, so, but the internet, I was talking, we were talking before this, and the internet, of course, all this week has been basically the little bird, the buzz of the little bird who told Negan about this, and the, the rumor was that it's the junkyard people. Mm-hmm. And we talked about before the, before the episode, whether it was the junkyard people, or whether it was um, um, maybe Eugene, Eugene or, or could be a lot of other lot things. Of things. Or Negan just going, you know that Rick, he's kind of a wily one. Mm-hmm. Let's just assume he's going to try and... Right, or you know, sometimes, and then, then, part, me, part of me always has season two in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. where like it could have just been some throwaway line. Right. Yeah. But it, of course, wasn't. It was the junkyard people, and they used every single oh, opportunity to telegraph that these guys were going to turn on, like, like to the point where they had bird calls mm-hmm. to call back to them being a little bird. Uh, it was communicated with each other through bird call. In fact, I, it was getting so so omnipresent that I was hoping that they were it was going to bait and switch. Yeah, but no, because when Negan when well because they get the when Negan yeah they, they get all there, set up everything gets all set up and they're and the uh, saviors oh. are coming and there's a Dwight had told uh, the folks at Alexandria that he was going to help delay things by taking out some trees and yeah. blocking the roads and so. Negan's like, huh, gee, I wonder where this all came from. Mm-hmm. And um, Eugene is like, well, you know, I have an idea. Let's try and keep this to a minimum of, mm-hmm. of death and, and violence. And you want to give me a chance to go do this. And so part of what the Alexandria has, the folks at Alexandria have done is they've rigged explosives mm-hmm. around the around the, uh, you know, the town. And so when... Eugene shows up with a megaphone basically going, you can't win, mm-hmm. just you know, surrender Dorothy. Right. And Rick's like, well, huh, all right. And it's a shock because everyone was looking at it as expecting Eugene to be a prisoner. Right. And it's not well, a willing participant. Yeah. And it's hard to say how much, how much they know because, I mean, Rosita did see him say, I'm not going back, I'm staying here. Right. But again, like at this point, you never know. And then the fact that he's like all dressed in black and like with his bullhorn going, "I am Negan" and stuff. He Rick's genuinely sad when he like he, look, yeah, he looks to over at Rosita to yeah. blow the blow up the cars that are right in front of him. 
and she is super sad when she presses the button, and then everybody is super sad when nothing happens. And then the junkyard people turn on folks at Alexandria. And it's a shock, I say. It's a betrayal a of betrayal foulness. A shock and a betrayal. And, wow, and just, didn't see that coming. No one saw it coming. And just, I can't even believe shocked. it. Shocked. And I shocked am. and betrayed. And it's a shocking betrayal. It is. And for as good as this episode was, it's so lazy. Yeah, it was so lazy. And it was even lazier because they made a point of saying, we are just here. We just do what, we make the deal. We make our best deal. And we just, like, so my, so here's my, where what sticks in my craw about this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Their whole deal, the junkyard people, is we, we take what's easy. We go and do the easiest thing. Right. And the easiest thing was to let somebody come to us, offer us guns, and to fight this battle. Not The easiest thing would not be to say, okay, now we're going to double-cross you by taking a little party off to the saviors, telling them everything that's going on, making a new deal with them. Yeah, I don't... That mm. is really complicated. That is complicated. I just don't understand this, this whole thing with these people because i no i don't either they don't they don't make any sense to me i'm no. sorry we're we've established that at most this show the events of this entire thing have happened within a three-year period roughly yeah. and i refuse you know these these guys are in a science fiction movie mm-hmm. i don't know why they're on this show because this doesn't happen okay people do not turn into monosyllabic they don't you don't have this many people all speaking the same language, all dressing the same, all looking the same, unless they were a cult, yeah, which is entirely possible, I guess. They've but been living in the junkyard for about ten years. These people, I mean, there's, there's such an odd thing that has no explanation, and life's like that sometimes, I get that, but this is popular entertainment, and yeah. I demand answers. <laughs> yes. Yes, but anyway, that is true. Anyway, it um, occasionally. Negan... Pops up and goes, Rick, um, buddy, you know, this is not going to end well. Right. I told you how this was going to be, and you did this anyway. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, so I brought along a friend, and you have a choice. Uh, you can surrender, and somebody dies. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll start with one. Uh, or um, I kill Sasha, and I kill a lot of you. And so Sasha's in the casket, and I have to say that aside from a question of style, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> see, we prepackaged the corpse, you right. know, this is an incredibly contrived visual. Right. Well, I thought about, I thought about this actually, too. Uh, because the easier way to do it would have been the bag on the head. Mm-hmm. Which is what they did in the comic. But they used the bag on the head thing in Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, that's true. That's with, true. What's his name? The Doofus. Is that's, the, that's true. Uh, so, back... But no one's watching Fear of the Walking Dead, so... <laughs> but, but, you know... <laughs> the regular audience wouldn't care. Anyway, so he knocks on the thing and he's like, so... Uh, You'll never guess what happened, because he kind of still thinks she's in with him for some reason. Like... That's another thing. Like, he's so dumb. I, I think, I imagine that 
even back before all of this happened, Negan just did not understand the things women said to him <laughs> and, and like, could not read the context clues that women were sharing with him. Like, like he probably took everything a woman said to him on face value even back before the zombies were there. I don't think he actually cared. Uh, that, that's his blind spot. I mean, there's just, there's, it's not even, it doesn't even enter his worldview mm. that a woman would sit there and not just say exactly what she meant to him. That there's, you know, I don't, I just don't think that he's got the, the ability to tell that they're looking at him going, why are you <laughs> yes. even right. you? So, anywho's. Um, he opens the coffin and Walker Sasha pours out. And he's like, whoa, was and, not expecting and, that. Yeah, and she like eats one of his dudes and, and that kind of gives everyone the shot, the little tiny bit of time to get. And Carl is our, <laughs> kicks it off. He's like, gun, shoot, bang, grab other Chill. gun, shoot, bang, kill. I mean, it's just, and it, and it shoots five guys in like five seconds. It's like, bat, bat, bat. And everyone's bat. like. Huh, look at the kid. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, the battle ensues, mm-hmm. um, which brings me to the thing that I almost, like you said, almost drove well, me off Well, there's two things the that happened. The first thing was uh, the leader of the junkyard weirdos gets the draw on Rick. Uh-huh. And Rick's got his other gun is behind him. He had right. put the first gun down. He's got the other gun be- in, in, in his belt behind him. And she's got the gun on him. And Dustin's over here going... Um, you know, oh come on, oh come on! And I'm like, dude, she's got a gun right in his face. He can't, he can't beat the draw. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But over on the rooftop with Michonne and the uh-huh. rifle and uh, other yeah. creepy, oh, yeah. creepy so anyway, rifle girl. Yeah, Michonne was gonna be a sniper up on one roof, and this other woman was supposed to go be a sniper on the other roof. And before she left, she's like, we will win. And uh, and Michelle kind of gave her that look, that mm-hmm. like, oh, you're weirdos look. Um, and then she turns around, like when the whole betrayal happens and she's there with her rifle. And she's like, I told you we win. Yeah. And so they two ladies fight. Mm-hmm. And Michonne gets the rifle away from her and like ends up knocking it over the roof or whatever. And then at that point... There is nothing in the things that this show has told us. I'm doing the Tim Harvey claw. That's right. I'm so irritated. There's nothing that this show has told us in the last four years that Michonne has been on it Mm -hmm. that would make you think that in a hand-to-hand fight, she would in any way lose, especially to another woman. Not even to a man. Like, I don't even... I would not put it past Michonne to be able to kick the ass of another... of a big dude... And her and this woman, like, battle it out. Have serious battling mm-hmm. that happens. And I was just like, I do not believe this is, would happen for a second. I don't believe this would happen for a second. I had this feeling that when she read that, when Denai Guerrero read the script, she was like, this this little white girl beats me up? <laughs> like, I have to, like, we're going to use this? And, you know, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can make it work. I don't think anyone's going to believe it. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. That is the situation in which we find ourselves. Yeah, it, it, I mean, literally, folks, he was, like, coming off the couch. He was, like, up in the air going, no! No, I wasn't, I wouldn't Pretty say, close. I wouldn't go that far. My children didn't wake up. 
<laughs> didn't have a five-year-old tromp down the stairs and like, why are you so mad? That's the litmus test is yeah. if you wake the kids? Okay, there you go. Screaming at things. <laughs> so, so while this is going on, the, the, the leader of the junkyard dogs, I don't know what the hell to call them, the junkyard people, uh, she shoots Rick because Rick yes. won't get, she says get down and he's just like, no. no, and she shoots him in the side. And it looks like not a particularly serious shot. It looks yeah, like more of a grazing. Uh, yeah, the... he, she winged him. And and then she kicks him off the... <laughs> she yeah. says, I told you I to get down. To, yeah, I told you to get down. And <laughs> so she drags him in front of Negan. And Negan sits there and goes, Okay, now look. We had this conversation once before. Mm-hmm. And apparently you were under the impression that just because I cooked your kid's spaghetti, mm-hmm. that I'm not going to murder him in front of you. Well, you're wrong. I'm going to murder him in front of you because you made me do this. And I have to t- this is this is this again is a great thing for this episode because it brings back what I really enjoy about like where I've been missing, the Rick I've been missing cuz he looks at him Negan in the eyes without blinking and says, "You can shoot him in front of me. You can kill him in front of me. You, you can, can chop off my chop hands. Chop off my hands, but I told you I'm going to kill you." And I'm not going to stop until I do. You're all dead. And Negan flinches. <laughs> it's amazing. It's perfect. And Negan's like, well, <laughs> all right then. Yeah. And he gets up and he walks around behind Carl and he raises up the bat. And one of his henchmen gets a tiger in the face. <laughs> it was uh, awesome. Because it's like, it's you know, it's that wide shot. Uh, We've got where you've got Carl in the foreground and Negan's like raising up the bat and you see the guy over on Negan's Negan's left side of the screen and the tiger just goes and just takes the guy out and it's like what? <laughs> Tim Harvey every time that Shiva attacks somebody Tim Harvey's like got a little something got a little something got a little, here. Got a little tiger on your face. <laughs> So anyway, because it happened like two more times in the episode. As you look over, and there's, there's somebody about to do something, and the, the tiger, tiger. attacks them. And uh, and so yeah, uh, they and then the hilltop people show up. Everybody and, fights, and Lincoln is even like, "The widow's alive." <laughs> and on one hand, he's you can almost like this this sense of, you know, Negan recognizing he's kind of been bested right now mm-hmm. in a weird way but at the same time it's like okay well i'm out of, I out of here and and if, we'll kill as many people as we can on our way out but yeah so the hilltop shows up um the kingdom shows up everybody has arrived at the right time now mm-hmm. the the junkyard people are bailing they're, right. they're they're looking at the scene and going i think we gotta go yeah so they just leave with, a, with smoke bombs and they kind of like scutter away and then, um, you know, Negan hightails it out of there. And, and he goes back to uh, to his place. The sanctuary is called. Mm-hmm. And he goes to... He <laughs> looks over at Eugene and says, How do you think she died in that coffin? And then here was something I did not expect. Eugene, who is a coward. Yeah. And he admits that he's a coward. Stone-faced. No quaver in his voice still as can be, looks right at Negan and without hesitation says, well, I guess the tarp was too too well sealed in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the coffin. She just ran out of air. Mm-hmm. She and, suffocated. And Negan's like, he, Negan's just staring right at him and Eugene is just looking right back mm-hmm. without a hint that he's lying through his teeth. Well, but see, that's that's 
Eugene's power. Like, he can lie effectively to get what he needs to survive. And I don't... I don't... I agree with that, but at the same time, we saw his reactions to Negan before. We've seen him flinch. Right, but he's wormed his way up into... high enough in the Savior's hierarchy where it's Negan, Dwight... Mm-hmm. Eugene and that other dude Simon. are standing on the stage together. Yeah, much so, much guy from Hilltop. Yeah, his name is so like he's top top four dudes. Really, I know yeah. it's just something. Some I don't know. I don't think I don't think Eugene's whole. I think we're gonna get another heel face turn from Eugene. Yeah, I think I think well, it's he's not his done. whole his whole thing is that he is gonna choose whatever is gonna give him the best protection. Right. So there's a, always a good chance that he's going to come back to the side of the angels. Well, as much as the angels can be in a show like this. Yeah. I still, I'm still bummed out about last week. With the Oceanside taking their... Yeah, yeah well, I think... so handled so badly. I think, unfortunately, what they didn't, weren't able to do this episode is bring them back into it. Which mm-hmm. I think would have been... Um, a good way to somehow, and uh, uh, well, they're going to have to because the ba- episode basically ends with Negan assembling his army, right? And you're and looking at uh, probably a, several hundred guys, at least a, at least a hundred, if not more, soldiers. And of course, they're all heavily armed. On the Alexandria side, it ends with basically Maggie telling Rick. We don't ever hear what Rick's saying, what Rick's responses to any of this. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just hearing Maggie tell Rick. This all began because of you and Glenn. Mm-hmm. You two found each other. Right. And the rest of us came after that. Yeah. We all came, that you built this family and this group and these people, and it all became, came out of the two of you. Right. And it's a really good speech. Mm-hmm. And it's very heartfelt. And you see the three, uh, the three leaders of the community standing up on stage. You mm-hmm. see... Um, Ezekiel, you see Rick, you see Maggie, and they're talking to the assembled survivors of right. Alexandria. And I sat there and went, well, they're really outnumbered. And you pointed out there are more people out there. We don't, that's not all the kingdom, folks from the kingdom, right. it's one regiment. Yeah. Um, it's not all the folks from Hilltop. Um, some of the folks from Alexandria aren't there. They're off doing other things. they got to reinforce the, you know, they got, there's lots mm-hmm. to do. So, but it ends actually with Oddly enough, it's a season finale that ends with hope. Mm-hmm. It's like we are going to survive. We're, gonna and we're going to fight this, and and oh, and of course, Michonne beat that chick. And oh yeah, so there, oh, I, we completely left out a little bit, which was actually fairly effective, although we didn't believe it for a second. No, I didn't. Which is you see Rick and Carl when Rick and Carl are being. Um, I've got You're Negan. about to be killed by Negan, and then you hear a woman scream as she falls from a top area and like you hear the smot and, and Negan's like oh, oh did somebody just die somebody and... you really cared about just died mm-hmm. and he goes ah, you know. and for a minute they want you to believe that it was Michonne and <laughs> even less so than believing that this little so maybe the, the maybe the junkyard lady happened to be you know a martial artist in the previous life you know mm-hmm. and she's made of she's made of adamantium you know or whatever you know she's a stunt mer- person or whatever it is, but to believe that we're going to see Michonne die off camera yeah no, no. <laughs> are you no. kidding me? <laughs> so anyway, 
the we see Michonne and we see um, <clears throat> a couple other people in hospital beds and yeah we see well we see Michonne and we see um, oh for heaven's sakes Rosita we see Michonne and Rosita in hospital all right and they're getting better mm-hmm. and we see Daryl come up to the to the gate and as he's shutting the gate he finds the soldier the little soldier yeah. figurine and Dwight has written on the back didn't know mm-hmm. and didn't know that didn't know that Sasha was dead didn't know that the people the scavengers were you know just didn't know didn't know all this stuff and but it gives you an idea now they, they've got at least one guy on the inside mm-hmm. because again spoilers for the comic Dwight is their inside man at, in the saviors now how Sasha died was a little bit different mm-hmm. there was no prisoner exchange and all this stuff but it was um it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I think that... And I actually really enjoyed the fact that it ended on an upbeat note. I agree. I think that it turned out to uh, be one of the better episodes of the season. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think... You know, they have to have somebody die. It's part of the... They're, they're showing the, the attacks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're going to show the memoriam of Sasha. I've got... Instead of Cartoon Network, I've got uh, the Talking Dead on in the background. Because I kind of wanted to see what what they talked about. Well, they promised a, they promised a surprise guest tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> <like>, Martin Green. <laughs> shocked. Shocked I am who the surprise... It was Beth. Beth is a surprise <laughs> guest. It's Beth. She came back to sing us a song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, for a show that has done a really good job of putting our heroes in danger at the at the mid-season, at the end of the season, mm-hmm. um, or basically tearing everything down, we, we end up in a place where, yes, bad things happen, people died, but it's also a place where the communities have come together, they're building something greater. And that whole speech of, of Maggie's talking about family. Mm-hmm. And... For a, se- a show that this season started with an incredible act of brutality that really upset a lot of viewers, mm-hmm. to bring it to this point, actually, I don't know, it, it it made this ending feel even better. Yeah, this ending was earned. Yeah. Because we had to go through a lot of crap, a lot of Rick feeling completely defeated, a lot of of everyone being angry at their situation mm-hmm. to get to a point where we can now we're fighting back. Now we have something to fight for. We've been surviving for so long. Right. And now we're we are going to fight for something real. And yet you and I both really did like it when Rick was going to be like, I will be the vengeance that hunts you down and kills you. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, that was a cool bit. Mostly because we just believed it. I mean, that was that was the Rick you want to see, is the mm-hmm. Rick who knows how things are going to be. Right. And I think, as much as we talk about the Rick pendulum, mm-hmm. um, every once in a while he gets into a, there's a good middle ground before his hubris takes over. Right. And sends him all the way up to crazy town. <laughs> uh, that's really good. And this was, I think, we're seeing good, clear-eyed Rick. Of course, we know that the pendulum is going to swing all the way up to crazy, bloodthirsty Rick. <laughs> and then then something's going to happen to send the pendulum crashing back down to super sad Rick. Well, I mean, Rick, Rick, like Negan, and this is probably why they're going to 
you're going to have the kind of conflict that why the conflict we've had is that when they are quiet and clear-eyed mm-hmm. they're dangerous right. they're very dangerous when they are strutting around you know being expansive and and full of themselves they're vulnerable mm-hmm. a lot more vulnerable than they think they are so yeah anyway i enjoyed it I did very too. good episode and now we have to wait till october for but the next one we're not really going to be waiting because we've got a month in between this and preacher right right preachers back at uh preachers back in a month and then in june we have uh, fear of the walking dead without chris Dead. The show immediately improves because Chris is dead. <laughs> dead. I'm a psychopath, Dad. But so we I'm are not going to. The Chris voice is not going to go away. <laughs> Probably not. But we are going to continue to be recording because we talked about doing Santa Clarita Diet mm-hmm. a while ago, and we misjudged when this show came back. Right. And so we didn't do it. But we are going to. Now there are ten episodes of Santa Clarita Diet, and there are four weeks. No, I'm sorry. There's three weeks in between. Uh, now and the are they hour long episodes? They're hour long episodes, mm. so we'll figure it out. But we will ne- we'll be back next week with Santa, Santa Clarita Diet, maybe two episodes a week. We're trying. Maybe, yeah, through. we can work on that. Um, also, Teen Wolf comes back at some point, and we're gonna sh- that's shovel true. that in because it's the last mini season of literally my favorite show. <laughs> so they just wrapped Grim up. Maya was doing the podcast for Grimly Speaking, yeah. and that's all done now. That's the so. Thank you to the brain bakers for... Um, <laughs> okay, humancharger.com. Okay. Folks, it's human charger. Human the, charger. Uh, it is basically earbuds that project light into your skull, into your, basically stimulates your brain. So, uh, again, you get 20% off if you say type in sci-fi for me at checkout. And let us know, folks, if you try this, let us know how, how it works out yeah, for you. put a we're, comment in the... We're, the place we're very curious. Show. Jason has a set. He's trying them. Oh. And so... Okay. I might... Let's see if you can borrow. Yeah, I like I like light, light ears. <laughs> but apparently, it helps increase energy levels and and makes you oh, feel my better. God, I'm tired all the time. I know. So maybe you need it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be our guinea pig. I mean, you'll be our guinea pig. What's the word I'm looking yeah, for in it? So anyway, uh, but th- again, thanks for the folks at HumanCharger.com um, for actually sponsoring us this month. We appreciate it very greatly with our podcasts. So thank you, folks, for listening. We will be back next week. With more Zompocalypse now. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Jim. We'll see you guys next week. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio. Ha ha ha.